At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour number three of primetime action here on a Tuesday. Matt Brown, Amal Shaw, Kelly Bidlin. But let's not waste any time. Our friend from NBC Sports Edge, the Deep Dive Podcast. Anywhere you hear content, you probably heard our friend Drew Densink. You can find him on Twitter at whale underscore capper Drew. Welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, good evening, fellas. Thanks, as always, for having me. Hope you guys are having a successful night. Uh, I know anyone. I thought you were about to say New Year. I was going to say, no, 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 no. I got destroyed (laughs) on Sunday. I got absolutely hammered on Sunday. I got great news for you, man. There's a lot of games left. Yes, yes, yes. There's a lot of games left, and that's a that's a good way to look at it. Because yes, I was going to say, no, not not a good year so far. Actually, yeah, no, not not a good year so far for me. I can actually say, as of right now, this is my worst year ever because it's I've, yeah, I'm I'm down I'm down some uh, some some cash here. But hey, we'll turn things around. Um, let I, I do want to start here just from a, a macro level, and that's just this motivation thing and what you yeah. kind of how you go about it here in week 18. Because I mean, look, there are there's still a lot of question marks. I mean, there are teams that don't need to play players, the Dallas Cowboys, for example, then you have Zeke come out today and say like, he wants to play. And obviously, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to play for the Packers. He says he wants to play as well. How do you handle all of this stuff? Like whenever you're trying to to figure out how you want to bet this week? I mean, you, uh, there are it, in the same sense that it creates chaos that also creates opportunity. Uh, and if you you know, there are for sure some tried and true uh, final week of the NFL season angles that don't revolve around 
a team that needs to win. Um, and you know, the, the trap most kind of new betters fall into this time of year is well, must win means must cover. And you know, the idea that, uh, Oh, uh, um, I, I, there's not even a really great example this week, but uh, I guess maybe New Orleans. New Orleans must win if they have any hope of going to the playoffs. Therefore, they're going to cover four and a half against Atlanta. So I'm going to play New Orleans. You know that 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 kind of stuff really rarely ever plays out effectively. Um, and uh, you know, really, there's no style points for New Orleans <laughs> getting a win yeah. by more than four and a half points here. Uh, and so realistically, it's the end of the game here, and they're up three. Uh, you know, they're going to do everything they can not to give the ball back to Atlanta. So they get the win and have a chance to survive. Um, and, uh, you know, in the same sense, you know, must win doesn't equal will win. <laughs> and those two kind of axioms really kind of should help guide your decision making here. Um, important also to follow the market pretty carefully. I know there are a lot of players uh, that aren't, you know, doing this day in, day out like we are, who may not, you know, kind of be keen on, um, you know, the market moving aggressively based on news and information. But, you know, something like the Dallas Cowboys, Philadelphia Eagles game, you know, the news comes across the wire yesterday, Philadelphia going to be missing many players, basically treating this game like an exhibition and lo and behold, the line moved, you know, the what four and a half, five points. And yeah, that seems appropriate. Uh, at this point, uh, if you wake up on, you know, day of Saturday's, you know, Saturday's game and you look at who's available, if you see Philadelphia's players are all out and you assume that that means Dallas minus seven is a, is a plus CB bet. I got terrible news for you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> plus minus two and a half was a great bet for Dallas, but you've missed it by, you know, several days here. So I think, you know, kind of keeping up with the news cycle and things like that make matters a ton. Uh, and to your point about green Bay and Aaron Rodgers, you know, pretty Pretty clearly, I took away from the comments made by um, uh, by Matt Lafleur over you know that he do, he's not interested in giving his guys three weeks off to and he doesn't want them to get stale. Uh, you know he's going to give his uh, you know he's going to give. Uh, Rogers, he's going to give Adams uh, at least a half of football, I would guess. Um, and so you're probably going to see something wild with this, uh, you know, with this first half full game line where Green Bay may be six and a half point favorites first half, but two and a half point favorites for the full game, which is, you know, still that's still a fair play in my mind, even if Jordan Love ends up playing half of football here. Um, you know, not a lot of, uh, you know, reasons to really run to the window and back a Detroit team that seems to do, you know, they've, they've done a decent job giving you a hard fought effort so far this season, but I think that's a team that's ready to pack it in and, and really start preparing for the draft next year. So you see Joe Burrow take a hit at the end of the game, come up like holding his knee mm. and listen, I, you know, th there is a very, very, very outside chance that they could get the number one overall seed. And I, I think, you know, the, the risk you would take in trotting him or any of these stars out there for the micro chance that you would get that number one, it just just seems crazy to me. What do you what do you think Cincinnati's going to do right now? I mean, they're three point favorites still as we sit right now over the Browns. I understand Baker's not going to play, but I don't think anybody really cares whether Baker plays for the Browns or not. Uh, my gut was he's not playing. Let's go back to Brown. I mean, I'm, I, like I've been, I've been thinking this for weeks now. They should have pulled the rug on the Baker Mayfield experience if they had any hope of making a playoff push. They don't. They lose. You know, tight card fought games a couple weeks in a row there, uh, where he you know he really can't get them to the window at the end of the game. And uh, it's 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 tough to see it play out that way. He's obviously not 100% healthy. You want to see him you know competing with the you know best chance to win, best chance to secure a future for himself. But uh, you know I think Case Keenum 
probably gives this team a better, more competitive chance to, to play and to win. Now, the Browns are one of these plus EV organizations where there's maybe an edict coming down from the top here that's like, hey, you better not win. Uh, you know, a la the, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles last year uh, in, you know, when they basically, you know, rested all starters heading into that uh, week 17 contest against Washington. And by doing so, moved themselves from 10th to 6th overall uh, in terms of draft status. And then they flipped that sixth pick into a first rounder this year from the Miami Dolphins because they had that leverage with that pick. Um, and so I think if, you know, I wouldn't expect Cleveland to go out and get a win here. Um, but uh, in general, I do think uh, the three and a half was uh, was a fair play, that, you know, as you got news that Baker was going to be unavailable. And you still have a bunch of Browns here that are, you know, they're planned for um, milestones. Uh, that's something we didn't even mention that matters this mm-hmm. time of year. There are player bonuses that ma- that that will uh, you know affect the bottom lines for these guys. Like Stefan Diggs, six catches away from uh, and 231 yards away from a 1.5 million dollar bonus. If you think he is not uh, you know going to at least give you some you know reasonable effort against a Jets team where he could pres- he presumably could get 231 yards yeah. uh, and a hundred you know, million and a half dollar bonus. Like you know that's a that's a real, uh, you know, that's a real milestone. Similarly, AJ Green, Gronk are guys that I have circled who may, uh, you know, really push hard uh, to try to secure some coin for themselves. Uh, and then, of course, Jonathan Taylor's trying to, you know, secure uh, a 2,000-yard season. That's worth watching. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a little bit of a stretch, but uh, you know, these player performance bonuses absolutely matter. Like, right. you, you've definitely heard these before, and then looked at the stat sheet after and been like, oh wow, how about <laughs> that? Uh, Derrick Henry last year, great example. Yeah. You know getting to the 2000 yard mark. So one of the games where we don't have to question the motivation is this 49ers Rams game. You do have a play in this one because we know this game has a lot of meaning for both of these teams. Yeah, it does. And, uh, it's wild that the Niners, as strong as they finished this season, have not secured their playoff fate, and a loss here could leave them on the outside looking in. Uh, they're going to war here with Trey Lance, and they're going up against a Rams team that, you know, to be honest, did not deserve the win against the Baltimore Ravens last week, Get, gets it anyway, and now could potentially secure a two-seed if they get the win here. Now, there's obviously a lot more at stake in this game for the Niners than the Rams. Rams are going to the playoffs regardless. It's just a matter of if they get a home game or an away game here. They likely want the home game because of travel and because of, you know, they probably get two home games. If you're, if you're the two seed and you could dispatch the, uh, uh, you know, the likes of the saints in round one. Um, but, uh, I don't know that the Niners aren't an advantage matchup in a lot of ways for this Ram, you know, against this Rams defense in particular, uh, Trey Lance has not shown us much in terms of his passing acumen to this point in his young career, but uh, he is a dynamic athlete with the ball in his hands and, you know, in the running sets that Kyle Shanahan brings to the table. Um, and then just in general, the San Francisco running game is pretty outstanding. And, uh, you know, Kyle Shanahan has always had the right, uh, you know, sort of suite of plays to really take advantage of the Rams on a good day. And the Rams run defense has been really, really poor the last half of this season. So I I can entirely see a scenario here where San Francisco can gain the lead, play from ahead and really just, uh, you know, kind of put the Rams in a tough spot where they're going to have to come from behind if they want to get the win. And, you know, if this is a, if this game has meaningful margin, as you get later in the contest, the idea that the Rams then say, okay, well, uh, you know, there's not a lot really uh, for us to gain here by really exposing all of our best stuff let's put these guys on ice, then uh, I could see that happening. And then Niners uh, potentially pull away and get the win. But Niners over team total, I think is the best angle of attack right now at 19 and a half. That's uh, that's a silly number considering their advantages over the Rams defense. Then the other game that we definitely know matters as well. This Chargers Raiders game you have targeted as well. 
Yeah, I was hopeful to get two and a half uh, today. I was talking with uh, Jeff this morning about that. Had fingers crossed that it was going to get to a flat two and a half. Uh, I was late to the party. It's up to three now. Um, I think the right angle of attack here is the over 49 and a half. Uh, I, it's worth, ta- ta- you know, you guys are in Vegas. I'm sure there's people who are excited about the future of this Raiders you know, franchise in general out there in the desert. The, what they've done this season has been pretty incredible. Uh, you, you know, the, the, the um, fact that they're even you know, fighting for their playoff lives in the final game of the season, the regular season is, is a huge credit to Derek Carr and the leadership and that he provides in that locker room because they've been through more adversity than basically any other team over the balance of the season, losing the coach, losing your wide receiver one. And, uh, and then still, uh, you know, they, they, have, by the way, have played the most difficult schedule in terms of uh, strength of opponent, in terms of sequencing, you have all of the AFC teams and yet here they are knocking on the door of the playoffs. So I don't think you can count that team out. Uh, three is a fair price by my numbers. If I, if it goes, goes back down to two and a half. I'll get involved with the Chargers. Uh, but for now, the advantage uh, side on this one would be an over 49. Uh, realistically, this is a, a game where I think you're going to see basically every every play left on the field, uh, you know, backs against the wall. Uh, not unlike we saw between the Chargers and the Chiefs on Thursday night a couple weeks ago. Well, Drew, just make that drive over here because we have local shops that don't have the rest of the country betting into the market, and I guarantee you this thing is going to hit two and a half here in town at one of those before it's all said and done because people are going to be betting the Raiders like crazy before this kickoff on Sunday night. Let's give you a super fun environment. Any, any, any of you guys going? I, I, you know, I, you know, you know, yeah, live experience, <laughs> you know, maybe if, you know, I guess they could find some sweet tickets or something, you know, something like that. But yeah, uh, this know, is basically the first know. playoff game, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. There's a lot, a lot of time between, <laughs> between now and then again, you can find him on Twitter at whale underscore capper. He is our friend Drew Densick. Thanks for stopping by buddy. Hey, best of luck, guys, and uh, and you know get 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 it back, Matt. A lot of games. Yeah, left. Yeah, a lot of games left. A lot of games left. Rough start to 2022. It's okay. It's okay. LSU Tigers. Maybe by the time we come back, we'll have wrapped this thing up. We'll take a look at all the scores out there. Primetime action here on Beeson. with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action here on VSIN, Matt Brown, Amal Shaw, Kelly Bidlin. We are celebrating in here. Amal Shaw <laughs> made a live bet on my LSU Fighting Tigers. They get a five point victory over Kentucky. What a, I mean, listen, they were down in this game. They were down double digits in this game. They come back. They get the win. Not only do they get the win, they get the cover. So everybody's happy so long as you weren't on the other side of this thing. But look, I think Kentucky's going to be a dangerous team throughout the rest of the year. I still think they're going to win the conference. But Matt, they had a one-point lead LSU. They throw the ball down the floor. <laughs> Toshibwe almost, he does throw it away. And then LSU gets a loose ball. And what a great play here. They get a dunk. They were trying to foul. But Easton jams at home, and then afterwards, up three with about 15 seconds left, they steal the ball on a back tap, and um, LSU gets a reverse dunk from Theo Pinson. Got to question the reverse dunk decision in a three-point <laughs> game with about 10 <laughs> seconds remaining. Um, they, they know I was apple, apoplectic in the studio at that mm. decision. But other than that, give LSU and Will Wade credit. Huge win for them. Uh, I don't have any question marks in this team. When you play defense, you're going to have a chance in every game. My brother is excited. He's at the game. I was very confused what Amal was so excited about. I'm like, I don't think you don't have a bet on this. What are you doing? You're like, I made a lot of it. Well, first of all, yeah, I wouldn't be that concerned about it. But all of a sudden, they go from having a nine-point lead with two minutes to go to 
technically, Kentucky got the ball down one with possession. Jeez. We didn't even talk about it. I mean, I have a bet against my own team here in this football game. Uh, it, it was We were sitting here on, on set where – it, the news came through about three weeks ago. They were like, it doesn't look like LSU's going to have a quarterback for uh, for this game if things kind of play out here because as when Max Johnson said he was transferring out and then uh, Nussmeyer was going to try to preserve his red shirt, then at that point, with the way that things had worked out, there, there, there wasn't a quarterback. And so I was like, guys, Kansas State's still a dog in this game and LSU's likely not going to have a quarterback. So, uh, you know, look, that number long, long gone. That's why we didn't even talk about it. So... Um, I do have at least a, a minimal rooting interest here for for Kansas State, and I understand what you're saying. You're saying, how can you bet against your team? It's like, because I like money. Because money is well, better. Yeah. That's why. First of all, here's the question I always ask when people say to me, well, I don't bet against my team. I always say, I'm sorry, I missed you at the last owner's meeting. Yeah. <laughs> what, are you kidding me? Your yeah. team? What the hell does that even mean? Yeah. If you're a better, there are no there teams. There are no teams. Yeah. I don't even understand that logic. I mean, listen, I like money. I, and here's the thing. If I win money on this, I can support the team. That's even exactly I'll go, right. I'll go that's, that's exactly like, I was thinking the same whatever. logic. So Absolutely. They should want me to win money. Yeah, you, you've been to a couple of LSU games uh, here in the, oh, uh, the past couple of years. I don't have any idea what Kansas State just did right there. Uh, <laughs> like, who, what, what, was, what was he thinking? Skylar Thompson uh, <laughs> drops back, avoids a sack, and then decides to throw it. <laughs> Uh, you two know, obviously, two, two, I was going to say two LSU yeah, defenders. Like two question mark? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, question mark? Who is throwing two right there? John yeah. Moran just put up a ridiculous shot, put the Grizzlies up 106-104. I don't know that this game has had, a team has had a greater than a six-point lead at any time. This has been a uh, uh, wild back-and-forth NBA game. Maybe in the second half. In the first half, the Cavs looked like they were going to boat race them. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I missed that then. Okay. We are still scoreless, though, in the Tax Act Texas Bowl. <laughs> That you didn't know was happening tonight because it's a, you know on Tuesday night after all the games have happened. But yes, we are still scoreless here. Eleven thirty left in the first quarter. You know, Matt, the one thing I think you're going to see, and we see as uh, LSU gets a nice tackle for loss, about a five or six yard loss. I think you're going to see the team speed of LSU evident in this football game. I still think the defense is going to be able to play well in this one. The concern, obviously, is with the offensive side of the ball for the LSU Tigers. How effective they're going to be? And I think if you're Kansas State, knowing that LSU is decimated, you don't take unnecessary risk in this game. Mm -hmm. No, I, I'm with you. And listen, I made a big deal. There are only being 39 scholarship players that are going to be dressed for this game. They don't have a kicker and they didn't have their, their starting wide receiver at quarterback. That being said, the, the rest of the guys out there, I mean, it, you know, again, if we're, if we're talking player for player against this Kansas state team, I mean, you know, there are still going to be a lot of different positions out there where LSU has a gigantic advantage, sure. even if it is second or third string guys, just because of the depth and the recruiting and all the things like that. The athletes, the type of athletes that go to LSU. Absolutely. And I'll tell you one thing, no matter what, if you're a competitor, and I think everybody who's at this level is a competitor, when you strap up and you're ready to go, you're going to do what you can to win a football game, regardless of the ancillary things going on in and around the program. Um, by the way, to me, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. Anytime you're an athlete and you're playing here at Division One, you've been recruited by LSU, you're probably conference player of the year, best mm -hmm. at wherever you're from at what you do. I mean, I, I think people are selling them short. Now, that doesn't mean K-State's not going to win right. by 30 points. I'm just saying from a competitive standpoint, I think guys are going out there trying to make plays, trying to show something, because a lot of guys have not had opportunity. When you look at the talent that LSU's had for the last several years, you're sitting behind a lot of guys that are going to be playing on Sundays. Yeah, it's double-digit dogs here. It certainly was... Certainly crossed my mind to try to middle this, but I, uh, I, I, I didn't. I just, I just sat on the one. 
Um, let's uh, let's take a look at some of these futures that have started to get graded here for us. Um, started to come in, Matt. Starting, I, I love the four gigantic red X's uh, on mine. <laughs> all those Browns futures. Those man. are all losers. All the Browns futures no longer any good for me. They are not going to win the North. They are not going to win the AFC, and they are definitely not going to win the Super Bowl. So those three. Uh, Texans have the fewest wins. That also is uh, is dead. They are under five and a half wins, and so long as they don't pull a gigantic upset this week, I'm going to be the under the five wins as well, which were the two bets that I said, Kelly, we could pull the tape. Yep, yep. Your the favorite best features bets, bets I've ever made in my entire life that I felt the most comfortable with. That being said, I had no idea that the Jags were going to end up be, being a worse team than the Texans this year, but... I don't think we'd even I don't think we'd even argue that really at this point, right? I mean like the yeah. Jags are worse than the Texans. There's no question. Yeah. And I think, you know, one thing I'm not saying Tyrod Taylor's some world beater. Yeah. But you know, Matt, you go back to week two against the Browns. I don't think if Taylor doesn't get hurt, I have a feeling my survivor pick goes right down the drain with the Browns in that one. I look like Houston was gonna win that football game. Davis Mills has showed some things as the season has progressed. Um I, I think the Jacksonville Jaguars need to blow up the team. I mean, I don't yeah. even know where you go from here. Is Tra by the way, do you guys have an assessment on Trevor Lawrence? I don't even know if you can put one together. Not at all. That's what we, I thought. Okay, so we, we're we all talked the same. a little. We talked a little bit about this last night. I kind of thought about it more when I went home, where I'm like, like it is kind of like you were talking about earlier with Mac Jones, Maul, where it's like you don't really know. Like you could plug a lot of these guys in the same situation in New England or Jacksonville, and they would probably succeed or struggle based on what they have around them. I think the one thing though is like go back two years, right? And we with all the the Joe Burrow comparisons comparisons to him, and you're like, well, yeah, Burrow's gonna come out first, but Trevor Lawrence like still probably give the edge to him being the better quarterback. I might be jumping to conclusions, but there's no way in hell I'm ta I would take Trevor Lawrence over Joe Burrow but anymore. For, forget Joe Burrow's first two years. The reason why I would have never taken Trevor Lawrence over Joe Burrow is one thing and the singular most important thing to me at any quarterback, accuracy. I always thought Burrow had better accuracy than Trevor Lawrence. I think when you look at quarterbacks, I, to me, the guys that I've seen, probably the best four quarterbacks I've seen from an accuracy standpoint, Tim Couch, Sam Bradford, Joe Burrow, and Bryce Young, when he's not pressured, mm -hmm. these guys put the ball in spots where only their guys can catch it. I, I just didn't understand the Trevor Lawrence thing. And by the way, I always feel like in scouting, let's say you, you are with Team X and you say, hey, this guy's the guy we're going to anoint. Everybody else is afraid to step out on the reservation and say, hey, this guy's not that good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I understand. I just I, I look at this and. You know, right off the bat, he loses the number one receiver in DJ Chark. A ATN never steps on the field. Uh, the, that coaching situation was just a, a doomed from the get-go and all that. So, yeah, it's, it's tough for me to assess where he's going to be. But I think the problem is, is they're so far away and have so many gaps and are so talentless yeah. that <laughs> that even next year, like, it's going to be a lot of the same next year. There, there's not going to be this, like, gigantic improvement in year two for him, because again, they, they're just so devoid of talent that I don't know. I don't really know if we can fairly assess him again after next year. I think you bring up an excellent point. I look at two players, Tim Couch and David Carr, who was with the mm -hmm. Houston Texans. I don't honestly know if I really believe these guys were that bad. Right. Do you remember Carr got sacked like 3 million times oh, in his God, rookie yeah. year and Tim Couch had a revolving door of coaches and players mm -hmm. and everything else. I, I mean, sometimes the circumstances are so critical to your success as we talk about. And if you don't have the right coach, you, you, could be doomed from the start and they built the, they built this Patriots team kind of going back to the conversation we were having earlier 
well, they built this Patriots team for a rookie quarterback. I mean, yeah. they go, they they get the two free agent tight ends because they don't want him throwing far down the field. They build a, the power run game with that. They build a good defense because it's like, okay, if we can play good defense and keep the games pretty close, then we're going to have a chance with all this. I mean, so yeah, I mean, who's to say that if you threw any of these quarterbacks in that Patriots situation that they wouldn't have thrived as much or better than Mac Jones did? We'll just, we'll never know. And uh, that's certainly something that we'll we'll follow over the you know certainly something we'll talk about next year as well, Kelly, on the program. We're going to be oh, going. Yeah. We're we're going to be talking about these year two quarterbacks. And you know, listen, as we said, it's so unfair how good Burrow and Herbert have been, where these guys are never going to be able to live up to what these guys have done. Like you just don't have the first two seasons like these guys. Have had they look oh, like they're I mean, they look like they're five year vets these guys. I, I think the, I think the other big thing is is next year are we going to be examining you know those guys in year two and the you know and Herbert and Burrow in year three because we're not even really looking at the rookie quarterbacks too much. Like I mean, how much do we think this upcoming rookie class is going to make of an impact? I I thought Matt, you made an excellent point that I didn't look at, which is. It's an unfair comparison because the Chargers were on the cusp of the postseason last year. There's some good playmakers around Joe Burrow. What do Justin Fields and some of these other guys have right now? Yeah, yeah, they're completely talent devoid. There's no doubt about that. We'll continue looking at our futures bets and maybe take a look at Offensive Player of the Year as well. Primetime action here on VEASAN. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN has a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. Our all new Big Game Big Dance special provides VSIN Plus access to everything we do from now through April 5th for only $69. Sign up now. Get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming big game and college hoop betting guides, plus free access to VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game. It's one of the most exciting betting seasons of the year, so don't miss out on our best deals of the year as well. VEASAN.com slash big deal to sign up today. That is $69, and uh, what did we decide? You said 87. 8766 Canadian for our friends up north. But that was also yesterday, so who knows how it's moved. No, no, I just, I just did it. I just oh, did you it. just did it? Okay. 8766 Canadian. The dollar's strong today. <laughs> yeah, dollar's, dollar's a little bit stronger today, or or the Canadian dollar's a little bit weaker, one of the two. But yes, 8766 for our friends up north there. Uh, we'll, we'll continue running through some of these to take a look at, at these futures bets. If we roll back a screen just to, because I do have a couple that are still live here. I mean, they're not all dead. Rams to win the West is still live. We got home the AFC South and the Titans. Um, Bills to win the AFC East is super, so super live. live. Yeah, I mean, that's super live. Of course, if the Rams, I mean, the Rams are in the playoffs. So, I mean, the NFC and Super Bowl are still live for them. As well, Cowboys are in the playoffs, so them to win the Super Bowl is also live. So I, I've gotten more live than dead at this point. So that's good. That's it's better. That's a better place to be. Yeah. Now, yeah, very true. It's not official, but let's go ahead and put an X next to Baker Mayfield for MVP. <laughs> like I, we can go ahead and do that. I feel very, very comfortable in that. Um, Dude, we, you got a gr- you got a lot of great like second, third, fourth, fifth place finishes here. Yeah, I know. Burrow, I got it a hundred to one. Remember, we were sitting. It's going to be here. a great third place finish. Do you remember <laughs> when we were sitting here and I was like, "Hey, 
this is going away if they win this game. Yep. And they won the game, and then, it, yeah, so I, I burrowed 101. Yeah, he's going to finish bet, third. Good bet, not going to get there. Yeah, he's going to finish third. Um, Brady, I have. He's going to finish second, so that's great. What? How much do I get for getting both, getting the second and third place MVP finish? Dude, do you, I get anything? You that? know, CLV works on Uber Eats. Come on, you get yeah. That. I don't get any any of that. Stafford's not. He's dead. So you can, we can put an X next to him as well. Herbert's dead. We can put an X next to that one. I'm okay with go ahead and pre-marking these, and also both of the defensive rookies of the year. I also have the second and third place finishers there, <laughs> but that's not going to matter because, um, yeah, so we can red X because those. Micah Parsons exists. Yeah, right. Yeah. Micah Parsons is, I think it's like, last time I saw, like, minus 12,000 or something or whatever on him to, to win that, so that's dead, and I guess Mac Jones, if we go by the odds, maybe that one's dead, too. This that whole screen might just be red X's when it's all said and done. Yeah, it might be. Uh, we already got home on the pits receiving yards over at 799 and a half. If they would have unleashed Joe Burrow earlier in the season, I would have won this. Yeah, you did. What, what was the what did you come up with last night? Because I think you said that on a break too, where he's like a what was it, 145, was it pass attempts so, or completions? So he is fifth right now. He is 320, he's I mean he's 370 yards behind Brady. But with a hundred, but with a hundred and sixty-two fewer pass attempts, that is wacky. Like, if they that, would that have is... unleashed Burrow earlier in the season, I would have won the Burrow most passing yards. But you know, they didn't. Yeah, so I'm they, not. they didn't. So you're not. They didn't. So I'm not. Kamara's gonna get home. Uh, Kamara's gonna get home, and then Judy got missed six weeks to start the season, so that was dead on arrival. How how are you looking? Yeah, let's see. I got uh, the team ones. Rams stuff. I didn't do NFC West, so I only have a Super Bowl and NFC. Those are both live. Uh, Titans win the AFC South. I think that was my biggest uh, bet, at least on these futures. Mm-hmm. So that's why I played that Colts at thirteen to one, just to hedge off it a little bit. Um, but that's got home, so cash money there. Bills win the AFC East. That is still absolutely live. Browns AFC North. And, and. Uh, Ravens, thank you for losing five straight games. <laughs> that was, that is your best win, by the way. Oh yeah, that's incredible. That's your best win. That is incredible. So plus one ninety on the alternate win total under on the Ravens that was dead in the water by, by in uh, week eleven is uh, cashed home. Saints under nine and a half. That's in and uh, Vikings. I think I got the worst to make the playoffs number you could have gotten and still <laughs> lost. <laughs> and then uh, Cowboys ten to one. We'll we'll see how that goes uh, as far as the play. Years go, yep. Baker Mayfield, even at sixty to one, yeah, might have been a yeah, good looking yeah, ticket yeah. then. He got a big X there. Uh, Najee Harris, rookie of the year, big X there. That's not going to happen. Najee Harris, though, saving me out. Hey, that hey, touchdown last night. Last was night, you 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 got a little Undertaker gift. Like, you know, oh yeah, that's yeah, right. It was like a, a bet that looked like it was dead. Now comes back to life. In the final week of the season. That's right. So, set, yeah, final week, I will be rooting hard for Najee, Har- Najee Harris to get one more touchdown and <laughs> hit that over. And then, rushing uh, touchdown. Yeah, what, rushing touchdown. What's, yeah. what's your total at? Se- I, I, he's got seven right now, thanks to that t- late touchdown last night. And then uh, I need one more final week to get there. And then Bill Belichick, 22-1 to one, win coach of the year. I don't think that's home. dead. That's not dead. I mean, he's not going to win, but, I mean, it's not completely dead. It's not. I, but, I don't think it's completely But he's not going to. Yeah. You know, but he's not going to win. Amal, did you, did you make any uh, NFL futures this Na- year? Najee Harris, Rookie of the Year. Um, oh, yeah. We could burn those tickets together. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Y'all get together. Yeah, just burn things. Big good party. Absolutely. Um, nothing else, really. I, I don't generally play a lot of futures, but I'll tell you one thing I realized this year doing odds on that 
making these future bets are really good, especially on teams to win um, Super Bowl, World Series, whatever. The odds fluctuate so much. There's so many opportunities where you can hedge off yep. or you can get other plus prices. It's almost like mathematically it doesn't even make sense so many times. Yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't. I, I mean, I think this is this is probably more NFL future bets before the season that I've had, Matt, and I don't maybe ever, but a long time at least. Because of what Amal says, we bring that up on yeah. the show all the time, too, that a lot of times it just doesn't make sense to make these well, preseason. I, I got such a long number on the Rams because I did it as, like before the trade was even official on Stafford, right? Yeah. right? You had that so one. I just need them to win one game in the playoffs, and then now I have a great now I have a great hedge opportunity, yeah. like, you know, yeah. to, to, to kind of play off of them. You know, I just need them to win one one game in the playoffs. I mean, I think to a mall's point, like, case study is perfect on the number I had on the Bills to win the AFC East. I got that after week one. And that yeah. was after they lost to the Steelers and the Patriots. And it was and a one-week overreaction. They both, they both yeah. won one week of overreaction. The Bills were like minus $2 to win that division preseason. So that's, I mean, literally you could wait one week and get a better price. Yeah, I do think that that's a, I think that's something that we have learned too over the course of this show. And I think there's some of this to be attributed to the, the, the more and more markets opening up, more and more people betting into these markets, more and more of the, the, the states getting, getting legalized betting is that these markets, Kelly, I mean, cause we were doing, you know, we were doing green zone three years ago. Right. And like these markets didn't move like this no, three years ago. Right. And then now with, you know, like this is, you know, not hyperbole, millions of more betters now betting into these markets. And like you said, like we're, we're watching these massive swings after you know, one loss, one big game, one big performance, whatever it might be. And, you know, I think there is a lot to be learned from this season. And maybe I'll go back and try to do some, some research on this as well. But I'm all calling, you're talking about, I think there's opportunities multiple times throughout the course of the year to, to get on really good numbers on some of these teams because this mar the, the market adjustments now are just so massive and so big with people overreacting to these things that uh, I think it presents opportunity. I, I would agree with you completely. I remember in the ACC at one point, Clemson was minus $9 to win the league. And then it, it, even during the season, after Clemson got off to a slow start, you could have gotten everyone else in that league at 6 or 7 to 1 or yeah. better. I mean, there are so many great opportunities out there. I, I will tell you, it takes a little bit of work. you got to really scour yeah. the market. But if you do, you can really find some things that can be extremely beneficial. Yeah, I think that there's and, – and Kelly, I mean, some of, the, some of the things that aren't here, but, you know, hopefully will be maybe by next football season fingers crossed but well, you know even, yeah. even these like dynamic prop markets as well right i mean like these are things where we we've we saw you know i think DraftKings up until week eight was putting up dynamic prop markets right like where mm -hmm. you could still bet over unders on receiving yards to, you know passing yards oh, i think yards. it was even beyond week eight i yeah. think they were doing that till week i would guess week 12 and and so you know for me for example i mean there there's I was on a horrible number on Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Judy because he got you know injured in week one of the played a quarter before he goes out for six weeks and stuff like there's opportunities even there to get off bad bets and stuff and so one of the things I'm going to I should have added that to my my betting resolutions or something like that but I think I'm going to look at playing some of these dynamic markets a little bit more but maybe that is coupled with my driving to Arizona more often <laughs> right, than yeah. I'm doing now because <laughs> I, I would have to do I would have to do that to be able to play. Some of those. Have you have you have you driven across the border yet to make bets or n no? 
No, it's funny you said that. I have an account in Arizona, uh -huh. and a friend of mine and I, who uh, we make a lot of bets together yeah. in different areas. When I'm out of town, he'll make them for yeah. me and vice versa. He's like, he goes, dude, we're going to have to start driving to Arizona and just set up shop in the middle yeah. of the night and just putting these plays in. I said, absolutely. That's the one thing because you have so many different options over there compared to mm -hmm. what we have here in certain capacities. Yeah, and, and, and you know, we compare these, these numbers, you know, uh, on a nightly basis, and because – there's so many different markets betting into to these numbers. I mean, like we, we see pretty big differences in these yeah. in these markets. So there's there's things to take advantage of for sure. So that was one of my one of my resolutions was I'm going to be making that drive just a little bit more this year. And uh, maybe me and Kelly, maybe it'll be a Wednesday tradition. After Wednesday night, man, heading down, making golf bets. <laughs> Finding us a place to eat in Arizona, something like that. We'll look at NFL Offensive Player of the Year when we come back. It is primetime action here on VSIM. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIM, the sports betting network. Final segment here on a Tuesday primetime action on Visa. Matt Brown, Amal Shaw in on the desk with us. Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. Gill will be back next week. Kelly, let's uh, let's run through some scores here because there are you know some bets that were recommended on the program a little bit earlier that are looking pretty good. Yeah, let's see NBA games. We've got some going final here. Uh, ones that are final. Rafters take care of the Spurs. One twenty nine, one oh four. Uh, Raptors cover easily in that one. Grizzlies come back and win this game against the Cavaliers, 110 to 106. John Morant doing it all, all by himself there at the uh, end of the game. Uh, made an incredible bucket. Then uh, out of the timeout, Cavs dribble up the dribble up the court, turn it over right away to Job, makes it one one man steal, goes all the way, takes it to the rim, makes it 110 to 106 for the final. Um, and then we have games in progress right now. Knicks up on the Pacers, 95 to 95 minutes remaining in this game. Knicks four and a half point live favorite, 207 and a half the live total. Suns all over the Pelicans, 91 to 76, two and a half minutes left to go in the third. Suns 14 and a half point live favorite, and 236 and a half is the live total. Over on the ice. Bruins up on the Devils 4 to 3, 40 seconds remaining in that game. Red Wings up on the Sharks 6 to 2, 15 minutes remaining in that game. Uh, let's see Avalanche up on the Blackhawks right now 2 to 1, 12 minutes left in the second period. Avalanche minus 500 live. The Blackhawks are plus 375, 6 and a half. Your live total. Jets up on the Coyotes uh, 1 to nothing at the end of one. No live numbers currently up on that game. Uh, top 25 college basketball. We have Seton Hall on top of Butler, 56 to 47. Seven minutes left to go in that game. At the half, Colorado State up on Air Force, 33 to 28. Uh, Colorado State, 14 and a half point live favorite, 129 and a half the live total. Marquette all over Providence, 34 to 18. Four minutes remaining in the first half. Marquette, 11 and a half point live favorite, 138 and a half the live total. And Duke up on Georgia Tech, 29 to 21. Three minutes left to go in the first half. Duke, 18 and a half point live favorite, 137 and a half your live total. That, that number at 137 and a half seems a little bit high right now, just simply because they've scored four, uh, 50 points. Uh, and Duke has only committed three fouls so far in this first half. So we'll see if it turns into an open gym scenario. But the longer Georgia Tech stays around, I think the more of a defensive game it'll be. 
We do have one tip still to come in the NBA, the Kings and the Lakers. The Lakers are six to six and a half point home favorites in that one, 230 and a half, 231 your total there. And we have a couple of games over on the ice as well that are still to come. We got the Predators and the Knights right now, a little bit shaded towards the Knights, one eight, minus 118, minus 104 on the Predators. We also have the Flyers and the Ducks still to come. The Ducks are minus 160. Flyers are plus 135 if you want the underdog in that one. So just uh, three, three professional sporting events still left for you to bet on tonight here. If you are not feeling this Kansas State LSU game with 39 scholarship players and a wide receiver playing quarterback, I, I could get it. You know, I could understand. Took an uh, pl- in-game play here on the under at 47 and a half in this game. Uh, if Kansas State, they've had two third and long situations. Both drives were sustained by pass interference calls. Ah. I mean, if you got to rely on mm-hmm. that every time, I, I think you could be in a little bit of trouble. And, uh, boy, LSU's defense, not quite <laughs> once what it once was there. They got home quickly on that play, Matt, yeah. uh, on the run, but they couldn't make the tackle as uh, K-State gets a first down, sustains the drive. Um, just this is going to be an interesting – I feel like even though we don't have any audio on in the studio, this game feels like it's lifeless. It, it, yeah, it's like, so it's funny you say that I have a buddy who, which I didn't even know was driving over to this game. And he said, there is, he said, there's no soul in this stadium is what he said. That's a great line. I love it. It's just like, it's just like, it feels like there's just nothing going on here in this thing. I got to give him credit for driving to the game. Oh my God. LSU just dropped what would have been about a 75 yard to 85 yard house call by Jones. Oh, my oh, God, boy. Matt, that was in his hands. But are you guys go-to-games people? I <laughs> go really. to – I try to go to one – I try to go back to one LSU game, but it's it, it's tough. So, you know, I'm not really go-to-game. I, I can't go to NFL games, right, because I just have – too much stuff going on. I mean, on. usually it's like that every week, and that's like I don't even think about it, but Drew asked us that question at the end of the end of his interview, and he's like, you guys go to that game? I'm like, I hadn't even thought about it. Like, it, it totally is a game you could go to, this Raiders game here this weekend, Sunday night, standalone, like n- nothing else is going to be going on. I'm going to tell you, I got invited to the Knights game tonight, and I said I had a prior commitment. I, I've had some great opportunities <laughs> to attend some sporting events. The Ohio State-Oregon game, I had my own tickets. I got invited uh, through somebody at Nike to be in Phil Knight's box, but they said you can't cheer for the Buckeyes. I'm like, I have no interest in going. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I wouldn't go to a game unless you're paying me a four-figure sum, and that could be a Super Bowl. It makes no difference. I have no interest in going to a game. It amazes me how much money people spend the time and the travel to go to any sporting event ever. I mean, I lived 1.2 miles up the road from Allegiant Stadium. I wouldn't even go to the game if you said, here's four seats. I'd be like, can I sell them? No, keep them. So, uh, TV is so much better. I did inquire just because I was curious. So all the suites are sold out already for the game Sunday night. So they're not even available. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. so they're all already sold out. The only way you can get, like, to not have to sit in regular seats or whatever is to get a table at – because, you know, there's a there's a nightclub at the stadium. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get, so you can get the table there? You can get a table at, at the Wind nightclub. What's, what's that cost? $900? No, more. <laughs> Two grand? <laughs> So if you want a ten person, ten person, oh, ta- ten person. Well, it's okay. the smallest table. I mean, what are you gonna get? You're not gonna get a smaller table than that. I don't, I don't know. Sorry, I haven't been into the the, the fashionable. So if you want third row, so like you're not on the front row of tables or the second row of tables, third row of tables, ten person, fifteen grand. And this is the one that's like field level. 
Yeah. Right. Fif- so like fif- pro- you're not stacked up then. 15, 15 grand if you want. Oh my gosh. If you uh if you want second row, twenty five grand. Here's the problem. <laughs> so not nine hundred dollars is what you're so saying. So not nine hundred dollars. Well, no. you were close. You could you get sixty percent of one ticket. <laughs> but here here's the problem. You spend all this money, you go to the game. There's a fifty percent chance your team's going to lose. Or oh, yeah. Or I would go to that one and I would have no team. So yeah, at least I would have no allegiance in, right, in that yeah, yeah. at all. It would just be going for the experience because it is kind of like you know the win and end scenario is fairly. Neat or something. It's a big but, game. It's a big game. It's a big game. It's a big game for one of these teams to get bounced in the first round. Yeah, yeah, pretty. <laughs> much. I think the Chargers. And I, I said this, and I and I said this. Like, there were there are were. I don't think they're available anywhere. There were forty five to ones on Sunday night available for them to win the Super Bowl. And I like, of course, I don't think they win the Super Bowl. And and. I understand there's still a game that they have to win to even get in the playoffs, but for a team with the widest range of outcomes of any team in the NFL because of the style of football that they play, if you run on the right side of variance, right, all these fourth down calls, if they just happen to go, if you run on the right side of variance, they could they could put one of those weird runs together. And I don't know, 45 to 1, I think if you ran the sim 45 times, they win it, they win it twice. But maybe you I'll do. Know. I don't think they get home there. 40, 40 to one right now at DraftKings. Here's I hear what you're saying though. They're a random team. They are a random team. Here's the problem though. Their defense can't right. stop anybody. Which is why they have to run on the right side of variance all these fourth the, down calls or right. They or, have to run pure on yeah. offense, like throughout the entire play. By the way, in that Kansas City game, I said Staley was going for it way too much. I, in the first drive, I thought you said take the three points because you're five yards out. But then the one time against Denver, I thought he should have gone for it. He kicks the field goal on that on that drive in the second quarter. I mean, this guy, I can't figure him out. Uh, NFL Offensive Player of the Year is a coin flip right now between Jonathan Taylor and Cooper Cup. They're minus one ten each. In this one, it's not going to be Aaron Rodgers, not going to be Debo Samuel. It's going to be one of these two guys. And Amal, we kind of talked about it a little bit on the break, but just to kind of break this thing down here, it's one, it's very hard to parse the two because it's like, okay, one's having an unbelievably awesome running back season. One's having an unbelievably awesome wide receiver season. Which one's more impressive? Which one's better? You know, that can be debated until the, the end of time here. But at the end of the day, it's what are the voters going to vote for here? So what do you what do you think the voters are going to vote for here? I think Jonathan uh, Taylor has had the better season, in my opinion. Cooper Cup's been tremendous, but don't you feel like it's been a very quiet, tremendous season? For the type of year he's had, yeah. I think he should be getting a lot more recognition than he is, uh, and which is surprising being that he's in the Los Angeles market. To me, if you take Jonathan Taylor off this team, they're not even close to what they are. If you take Cooper Cup off of this team, I, I think they're still a playoff team. Yeah, I, I look, I I lean to it being Taylor for sure. I guess my only thing will be, and I understand it's an extra season, an extra game in this season, but if Cooper Cup goes out there and breaks both of the records this weekend, I think that they give it to him. Yeah, I think it's interesting. I think, I think the I think the the point that Amal just made is great, and I, maybe not one I factored in when we were talking a little bit about this last night. And I, that is that is so true. Like Jonathan Taylor's off this team. These Colt, this Colts team is so much worse. It's not even funny. Whereas the Rams, they're worse, but are they still a playoff team? They might be. I, I just think if Derrick Henry, I think the Derrick Henry factor is going to weigh in here because if Derrick Henry would never got hurt, are we talking about Jonathan Taylor in the same kind of way as we're talking about him right now? Second and goal for Kansas State here. They get it in, so it's going to be 14-0. 
in that one over LSU. Again, they were double-digit favorites. Nightcap next here on Visa. See you guys tomorrow. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.